Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. Hi everybody, this is Kim Hughes and today we are going to talk about your website. So this is going to be a very informative podcast. So grab you some paper, grab you a pencil, pen, whatever, and make sure to um, subscribe to the podcast so you can go back and listen to this because I'm going to dump a lot of information on you today. So I have been working with websites, um, oh my gosh, since the internet was invented, I think. So we're looking at 24 years of website experience and we used to build custom websites. And now what we are doing is if a client wants a custom website, we are certainly happy to build that for them, but it is very costly. So what I always recommend is for you to go and look at some of the um, real estate websites that you can lease. And let me explain what that means because a lot of people don't understand that terminology of leasing. So if you lease your car, you know, um, your home, etc., consider your website a lease. I mean, you're basically leasing a place on the internet for you to market your services. So knowing that, when you lease a website that they can go out of business and shut you down at any time, they can change the rules at any time, they can do anything they want because, and, and I don't mean that in a negative thing, I'm just laying it out there. You know, when you lease something, they can pretty much do what they want. So the fear that I always have with an agent is if you are leasing your website, make sure you read your contract to understand what happens if they go out of business, what money is owed to you from what you've paid, you know, for, let's say you paid for a year and they close down in six months. What happens to the rest of the six months? Do you get that money back? Where's your content? Where are all your links? Where's all the effort that you put into that website? Okay. So what I want you to do is to think about how you're going to back up that website. Should that happen? So there should be a way that you can back up your website through one of these lease sites, or at least if you're building it or have already built it on a lease website, make sure you go in and download to a Word document all the content. My recommendation is prepare yourself. May never need it, but better to be prepared than not. And I have seen this happen. That's why I want to bring it to your attention. Doesn't happen often as much anymore as it used to. Um, so just make sure that when you write a page for your website or you have a content writer, um, copywriter, you know, whatever that may be, writing the content, um, make sure you put it on a Word document, you put it on your in the cloud to save it or put it on your desktop, but know where it is so that should you ever decide to either just move your website to another host, um, then you have that documentation that you can take with you. Okay. So make sure you do that. Make sure your links are there. Make sure that you understand what that contract is with that, um, real estate website. And there's some great ones out there. Don't get me wrong. Um, there's several that we recommend 
And so because we have good relationships with them, we see that they take care of our clients. Um, they are people that I can reach out to in a heartbeat if I need to, and they are more than happy to accommodate. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at a real estate website to lease it, here are some rules that I want you to follow is one, buy your own domain, meaning go to GoDaddy. Um, that's my number one recommendation. Anybody outside of that, I don't know. I don't recommend because I have too much trouble with them trying to transfer domains or, you know, work with them, etc. So let's just use GoDaddy. So when you decide that you want to purchase a domain, you go into GoDaddy, you purchase that domain. And then if you're working with a real estate website company and they need to know where the name servers are, which is what makes your account go live, then you can furnish that to them if you're tech savvy enough, or you can call GoDaddy and they will walk you through it. Um, you can Google it. It'll show you how. It's very simple. And then you just send them the name servers. And then, or if you trust that company, they can log into your GoDaddy and point those name servers for you but that I do not recommend. I know that agents have done that and, and that's your business, but I don't recommend you letting people into your account that you do not know. And, and therefore you're protecting your, you know, your, your, uh, your real estate basically. So make sure you purchase your domain in your own name. Don't let somebody purchase it for you because what they are probably doing is purchasing it under their name. And then when you're ready to move your website, they'll come to you and say, yeah, you can move your website and you can take your domain with you for this amount of money. So what you thought you owed, owned, I'm sorry, what you owned, you may not own. So first rule of thumb is right now, go into your um, domain account, whatever that may be, make sure you own your own domain. If you don't, you need to start the process of getting that transferred to your name. And it's very, it's very complicated, but it's just because there's a lot of steps. So just know that that's something you need to do. Okay. So we, we're going to buy your domain and then any subdomains, you know, so like I own probably a hundred domains and every one of those domains point to a particular page on my website, to my homepage, etc. So when you say you're building community pages and you want Hickory Creek, as one of your um, communities, then go and look and see if that domain is taken. And if it's not, then secure it and then point it to the page on your website that's called Hickory Creek, right? So that way that gives you a little marketing um, um, flexibility so that if you're sending out postcards to a particular neighborhood in the Hickory Creek um, community, then you can put visit hickorycreek.com or hickorycreekrealestate.com, whatever that may be. You might have to play around with it to get the way the, the domain that you want, but being creative with that, you can definitely do it. So think about that. And then just look at your website and decide what domains would be great for me to market. Make sure that they make money for you. You don't want to go out there and just buy a whole bunch of domains for no reason. You know, make sure that they do and they perform for you in a certain way so that you have that um, ROI on it. Okay, so 
First thing we want to do is look at your keywords. We want to go into the back end of your website. We want to look at what's going on back there. And again, if you're leasing your website, then you need to get on the phone with your um, account rep and they will go through this with you. If you know how to do this on your own, then you go in the back end and you work on it. If you have a custom site, you do have the flexibility of going in and looking at it yourself if you know how. And if you don't, your website manager will probably help you with this. Um, the ones that we manage, we furnish you know, monthly reports um, on the statistics. We show them all kinds of you know, things that are going on with their website, how it's interacting with their social media, etc. So anything you need to know about your website, you need to get on the phone with your web manager and they will go through it with you. And if they can't go through it, it's probably because they don't offer that, but at least you now know. So that if you decide to change your website host in the future, these are some of the things that you can ask when you're looking at these other companies. So the first thing we wanna do is keywords. What keywords are associated with your website to drive the SEO? And SEO, for those that don't know, is search engine optimization. And these keywords are rich, they will tell you know tell the the search engines which are like google bing pinterest etc how you rank in their search engine so you may rank number 10 on google but on pinterest you may rank number two on bing you may rank number 20 under that search term so just look at that and take an accountability now you can go to google and use their keyword um, tool is what I'll call it, and put in keywords and see what keywords are the highest and which ones are the lowest. And sometimes you might be surprised at if there is a keyword that says real estate and you go in and there's a million people using that keyword, then you're probably not gonna get found, right? But if you put in, let's say, Mineola, Texas real estate, you won't have as much competition in the keywords. And those are the keywords that you might want to look at because you've got to look at it that who is my audience and what are they going to be using in search terms? So if you're looking for real estate to buy or sell in another community, in another state, another area, whatever that case may be, those keywords could come in very handy and be a huge return on your investment. So look at those and create you a really good keyword list. And then after about 30 days, start looking at those keywords that you're using in your Google Analytics. Um, you can even just Google, you know, Mineola, Texas real estate and see where you rank. And then by, your, by doing that, you're looking at who is my competition. Now, when I say competition on the internet, I'm not talking about Zello, Realtor.com or any of the big box companies. I'm talking about who is that local real estate agent that you are showing up either under or before on the internet? So let's say you're number 10 on the internet. Well, who's, not, who's one through nine? And is any of those that are one through nine an agent? Not a, not a company, but an agent. And then who comes after you on that search engine? Maybe by five, you know. So if you're number 10, go to 15. Look at the local agents and see who that is. Go look at their website. See what they've got going on. Um, and give it some maybe some inspiration to you of what you might want to do. I never tell people to copy anybody's website, but you can look at somebody's website for inspiration. And there's nothing wrong with that. They probably did it on yours. So 
keyword research is really important. Domains are really important. Okay, so then you're going to look at your strategic SEO growth, your competitor analysis. I want you to look at who online as well as offline. And what I mean by offline is you're going to have two competitors. One is going to be on the internet. One is going to be in your community. And you need to know who those two people are or if they, are they one of the same. And that way you know who it is. So if you're going on a listing appointment, you might know who your competition is going into that appointment. Okay. Um, you want your SEO, you want to do SEO audits. Okay. Um, this is probably not something an, a real estate agent would want to do, but this is something that your website host could do. Um, and if they don't do it, okay, but at least you know some of these terms to start looking at to see how you can do it. If you have Google Analytics on your website, you should be able to pull a lot of this information from that Google Analytics. So make sure you set up your Google Anal um, Analytics as well. Okay, then we want to look at each one of your pages on your website. Does it have good content? Does it have too much content? Does it have not enough content? Um, you know, we want your pages to run around three to 600 words um, for SEO. Okay. So just keep that in mind. Then we want to look at each page and say, is it linking out and what's linking in? Um, when I say linking out, I'll give you an example. Say you have a page for all your resources. So all your vendors, not vendors, but all of your resources, utility companies, etc., are on there. Are these links going to the right place? So you might want to sit down and take an audit of where did these links go? Because if you've done this before, you might go in there and find that some of those links have broken because the website changed or they closed it down for whatever reason. So you never want to have a dead link on your website. So that way you can keep up. And I would say do that about every 30 days and your web manager will probably be able to do that for you. We do it for ours. We check it every 30 days, regardless any links that we see broken on the website, we correct them. If we can't find the correct link, we'll reach out to the agent and the agent will help us find the correct link. So that's something that's really important and that can give you bad points in the search engines if you have broken links. Um, if you struggle with copy, and you know, this is writing content for your website, if you are not a writer and you struggle with this and it's not your place where you want to be, then hire somebody to do this for you. There are plenty of copywriters and content creators out there that can help you really maximize the content for your website. Um, we do this constantly. We're working on a huge website right now where there's probably 25 different communities. And what we're doing is we're going in and learning about each community and then writing the page for that and making it really robust so that it takes SEO into the search engines and gives this client a higher rating. And then if you have, um, if you're able to connect your CRM with your website and you should, um, you should work with your company to do that. They're pretty easy to do depending on your CRM. Um, if you do not have a CRM, you need to go back and listen to my podcast about CRMs. Um, but then you also may look at your CRM and say, you know what? I really just don't have a good database anymore. I haven't really stayed on top of it. Um, I've not managed it correctly, etc." Well, this is where we call what we want to call list building. 
Um, when you are building your email list based on people that have visited your website and have taken advantage of a free resource or somebody that you've met on social media, um, whatever that may be, you know, if you've had lunch and somebody introduced you to someone, there's you somebody to put in your database. So this is called list building. And so if you're not familiar with that, it's just different ways of creativity for you to build your email list of people that you can reach out to during the realist on the real estate side, um, buying, investing, selling, etc. So start thinking about list building. And if you struggle with that, just reach out, let us know, we'll help you with it. Um, another area of your website is your blog. So every time you put a blog on your website or anytime you make a change to your website, the spiders are notified on the search engines and then they come and spider your website to see what you've done. And is it, is it well enough that they give you points to page rank you? So when you do go in and write a blog, you know, hopefully you're writing a blog at least once a week, maybe twice, because what we want to see on your blog is any properties you have for sale, um, any weekend events that may be coming up or any local news, market stats, etc. You could put, um, you know, um, DIYs, home improvement, things like that. So you could have a really good mixture on your blog, just your blog, and that will give you search engine. So look at your blog and decide, do you have one, number one, and if you don't, this is a good place to start is, you know, map out what you want to create on your blog and what you see the future of this blog to be. And then you can write it out or hire somebody to do that for you. Then, um, you know, whenever you do have a blog, what you're going to do is take that link and promote it on social media. And then when you, so when you take that link and put it on social media and somebody clicks on it and it's taken them to your website, that's notifying the um, the spiders. Hey, we've got visitors on this website. Let's go page rank it. So you want a lot of traction into your website, not just for SEO, but for other reasons. So if you're on social media, let's just say Facebook or Instagram, and you're scrolling through and you see something and you click on it and it takes you to that agent's website and you're reading about that, then while you're on the website, you're going to be sitting there thinking, hmm, I wonder what else they offer. And here we go. We're going to get on the email listing alerts, or maybe I need a CMA, or maybe I just need to reach out and talk to someone without all the chatter running around me. So this is a good way to promote your website is through search engine optimization. And by linking all your, you know, every time you do something on your website, link it to on your social media. And that will help you get a lot of traction. Um, make sure that you have free resources on your website. This could be listing alerts, get a CMA, um, get a list of my local, you know, utility companies, get my buyer presentation, whatever it is that you feel that you are comfortable with giving away, then I would say give it away. Okay. Um, there's a lot of things that you could be doing to give to what I call capture email addresses, which goes back to list building. So if you have a strong free item on your, or a free resource on your website and people are coming to the website and they're downloading that, then you're building your database. Okay. But you got to make sure that if you're generating leads through your website, 
Are they automatically going into your CRM? And if they are, where are they going? And once they get in there, what's happening to them? Are they texting you? Are you getting an email that this is going on? And then you can put them on a drip campaign. Then you can go to social media and find and connect with them. It sounds very overwhelming, but it's really not. It's just a process. It's just an SOP. And what you need to do is understand how you're going to generate those leads to your website and what, what are you going to give them when they get there? You know, what's that reward for them to click on that button to go to your website is the way you probably should look at that. And then have a newsletter, a monthly newsletter. They're great. People love them if they're good. And so if you have a newsletter, make sure you put a subscribe button on your social media. Make sure you have a subscribe button on your website. And you might even put a little snippet of your website, of your, of your newsletter on the website so people can see what they're going to be getting. Um, then what we're going to have is community pages. So if you are, let's say in North Dallas, okay, you'll have McKinney, Allen, Frisco, Fairview, um, Aubrey, Salina. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And all of these communities literally butt up to each other. So if you called me and said, I'm looking for a house in McKinney, and after I've qualified you, I may come back and say, you know what? McKinney may not really be where you want to live because you can get more money, um, get more house for your money in this community. So you want to make sure that in the communities that you work in, that you have a page on that community and you have that page on your website and that will drive traffic to your website and that will help them understand. So if you have somebody moving from South Dakota to Dallas, Texas, they need to learn about that community and what's available to them because they've heard about Frisco and it's like the number one place to live in Texas. Well, but you know what? Frisco may not be what they really want. They may want to live in say Aubrey you know, which is a smaller community, but down the road from Frisco. So you can look at all of that and, and, and get all your schools together and everything and put that on there because that's a huge resource for your, your um, future clients, I'll say. And then of course your about page. About page is huge. This tells people who you are, what your interests are, what kind of a person are you? You know, it doesn't mean you have to put pictures of your family or anything like that. But you can talk about them and say, you know, I'm the mother of three boys and I have, you know, five grandchildren. I have four dogs, two cats, one hamster, two fish, whatever that may be. Because when people read about who you are, they are gravitated by similar likes. So make sure that you talk about not only your real estate career and all the wonderful things that you've received throughout your career, but talk about your personal life, talk about your family, your commitments, um, what's exciting to you, etc. So try all that out because I'm guarantee you people will call you just based on because I have a labradoodle. I have a labradoodle. And then there you go. You have a connection. And then of course you want to make sure that you have um, buyer resources, you know, tips, pages, seller resources. You want your testimonials on the website. So when you look at your website, you should say, what does the consumer need when they visit my website? And then you start building it from there. Doesn't have to be done overnight. 
It could take you three to six months to get it the way you want it. And then after you do get it the way you want it, you'll be tweaking it constantly. And you should be tweaking it at least twice a month, if nothing else. I always say go in once a week, but if you're a single agent and you're doing it all on your own, you need to just get in there as, at least twice a month and update your website with, with something, you know, something that's relevant, something that people want, but you do need to make those updates. And then you want to make sure that um, your IDX feed is working correctly. And, you know, if, if you're using a, um, if you're leasing your site from a real estate website company, you need to understand what IDX are they using and how it can be customized. Because if you have a really good IDX, you should be able to customize it by price, by community, by neighborhood, etc. So the more you can do for your consumer to come to your website and make it easy, the longer they'll stay and then the most likely they will reach out to you. So those are my tips today for a really stellar website. Not to mention you want it to be a pretty one, you want it to be attractive, you want good colors, good pictures and everything to make it pretty but it's really what's going on on the tech side of that website that's going to make it function the way you want to. Because one thing I do not like to hear is a, as an agent calling me saying, oh, I've paid for this website for five years and I've never had a lead. Okay, let's look at why. And usually we can figure out why, you know. So keep in mind that even though if you're with a website company and you have an account manager that you can reach out to with that company, it might be a good idea for you to put it on your calendar to check your website at least monthly or have somebody do that for you. You know, that's something that you can hand off to someone else and make sure that they understand what a real estate website does because a real estate website is totally different from anything else, right? Um, so keep that in mind that if you do look to hire that out, um, make sure they know what they're doing and they know what your best interests are so they can look out for you. And again, you know, if you struggle with any of this, we would be more than happy to, you know, schedule a call and see if there's a good fit for us to help you with your website, your blogging, your social media, whatever that may be, so that it all ties in together. Because we want all your social media, all your blogging, all of your um, other programs like Realtor.com, Zello, etc. If you can link your website, then link it. You know, that gives you inbound linking. Okay, so let's do a real quick recap here. First thing we're going to do is make sure you own your own domain. Then we're going to make sure that you have a really good account manager or someone that can help you with your website, whether it's custom or whether it is a leased website. And, and really, I cannot stress this enough, hiring a website manager is huge for you on uh, return of investment. Are, are, is that web manager going to bring you a, um, a contract to buy a house or sell a house? No, but they're going to run things on the back end of your website to draw traffic so that the traffic reaches out to you and then that's where you're going to get your leads. So this is not an, an overnight success. This is something that you will constantly be working on with your web manager going forward. Okay, sorry, I got off track with that. But then we're going to talk about um, your CRM, you how to list build, how to blog, 
how to add free resources to your website and the importance of having community pages on your website and your newsletter and have a strategy for your blog. So you need a blog strategy, like a whole calendar of what you're going to be blogging about for each month. Okay. And then you might even, and I'll just throw this in, you might even talk to your lender and see if they would like to partner up with you and maybe have a page on your website promoting their services to help buyers, you know, when it comes time to buy a home. And then they could pay you a percentage to have that page on the website. I don't really look at it that way because I, I always say, oh, let them have a page, you know, as long as y'all have an agreement that any leads that they get off of the website come to you and, you know, y'all have a really good, strong relationship and y'all can trust each other to help each other grow each other's business. So those are the tips that I have for you today. So here's what I'm going to leave you with is, do you have a custom website? And if you do, who is your website manager? And if you lease it, who is your, who do you lease it through and who is your account rep there? And can you reach out to them to have them help you enhance your website? Okay. So I would love to know in the comments below, if you have any suggestions, any tips or recommend anybody, um, for other agents to tap into. And if you don't mind, I would appreciate it. If you would, um, give me a follow give me a like, um, give me comments on how you are enjoying our podcast. We always want to hear from you. Um, tips are great because it tells us what y'all are looking for is how to build your business. So thank you so much for tuning in today and we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you know someone, and I bet you do, who would appreciate this podcast, please share it with them. As a reminder, this podcast can be delivered directly to your favorite device by using the subscribe links you can find in the show notes below or over at unstoppablerealestateagents.com. Remember, it takes as much energy to wish as it does to plan. Have a great day.